0: you're checking into sex club matt tales after hours i'm matt your host and the creator of matt tales 40 years of gay adventures the Autobiographical Erotica Podcast. In Sex Club, I'll talk to guests about gay sex through the last five decades, from cruising in phone lines to apps and cams. You'll hear tales from other guys and get to tell your own. Each episode will wrap with a live moment, because you should never leave Sex Club until you get what you want.
1: Fuck, <sighs> 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 okay, I took that fucking dick. <sighs> Uh, So my name that I'm going by is Rocco Giovanni. And my mom had me go to Catholic school. Long enough for it to fuck me up, but not long enough for it to matter. But the first CD that I ever bought in 1992 was Madonna's Erotica and Prince's Symbol Album, which I had no business listening to at 12 years old. Either of those records, like the two most sexually charged yeah. genius artists of any modern generation right like I remember my mom watching shows like Donahue and Geraldo they had strippers male strippers and I remember thinking as as a child like ooh I want to be that and I like want that I didn't know what want meant but I never expressed it like I never made it a thing that I was watching or I can't like I would be reading a book on the couch but I'd be looking over the book Mm -hmm. um while I would secretly like sneak a VHS tape in there to record it for later I'm a professionally trained dancer I had a career as a ballet dancer actually uh that ended when my I damaged my knee in 1999 Uh, I was 19 for those who are keeping track since I'm talking about shit from the 80s um And I happened to just be dancing out there there in Ohio. I don't know everywhere in Ohio. You can get into certain bars and clubs if they allow it. If you're under the age of 21, you just end up getting those big old ugly X's on your hands and all all of that. Um, And I remember I was, I went out to a bar in Akron called the interval and it's still there. And I was just out. And I was dancing because that's it was it was in my blood, and uh, the music was great. Then Christine W and Amber and a, a Thunderpuss remix of a Madonna song and, and Hex Hector and all those Deborah Cox. Um, so it was just, you know like I would hit the dance floor at ten thirty before anyone was there, and I I couldn't drink, so I didn't move. Like I was uh, with my spot and a drag queen uh, saw me and asked me to backup dance for a pageant. And I didn't even know that this was a thing. And I was like, sure. I was performing. um, And then one, I was like, I want to be a stripper. And in Akron at the time, they didn't have like stripper strippers. You just walked around the bar and kind of bopped and you would crouch down and people would put money in your underwear. I got to work with like Nina West who was on, RuPaul's Drag Race because I would I danced for Virginia West and uh, my best friend Crystal something something who's beyond amazing but so I was still dancing I just sometimes had more clothes on I will say as a side note I'm thankful that my ballet career ended because in the late 90s and early 2000s you I, as a male dancer ballet that you can't have any tattoos or anything so not that your listeners can see it, but if they find me, like they'll see I have been like a fucking sideshow freak from 1930s uh, Coney Island. Backup dancing, the drag queen is the one that's in front. They're the one that's getting tipped. I always got paid unless it was for charity, like legitimate charity. And I knew that going in. So I never had a problem with the money money, but then all of a sudden I was like, whoa, and... It was very different. The economy was so different. I came in at the tail end of Clinton. There would be nights, even up until before I stopped, even up until before I stopped, uh, when I got in the last long-term relationship I was in, in marriage, there would be nights where I would leave a bar with three to $500, right? And in singles. Hmm. Right, like single dollar bills, which was a bitch to count.
0: The whole idea of the pod is gonna be just thoughts on our uh, on sex, like thoughts on how like sex influenced us growing up or how it like kept us from sex or how it fucked up our sex life or or it you know it defined us in some way or all the shit that that like two tablespoons of shit in your balls that you try to get out every day does to us when it comes down when it comes down to it, it's like we're so driven by that as kids, you know, and then we're so fucked up by culture. Our culture has been it's just like causes such havoc with our identity, you know, and our sense of self, our trauma timelines, right? It's like this happened, and then it caused this later, and you're like, "All right, I like who it. I like. I don't mind what it caused later, you know." It's like taking it back one trauma at a time. Yeah. <sighs> yes. oh, a good dick. <sighs> <sighs> yes. Chris comes into the door of my apartment, and he's tall, lean, and hot. He's been dancing and stripping on the bar of Splash for hours, and wants to fuck. I ask if I can take his tank off, and he lets me, and as soon as it's over his head, I look all the way up his stomach, and under his arm, then up to his lips, and we kiss. He takes my hand, and we go into the bathroom, strip down, and get into the shower. He pisses over my stomach, my cock, and down my leg, and then we soap and rinse each other until he turns me against the wall, pushes himself up inside, and fucks me until he comes. We dry off, and he says he likes my Rolex, and I put it on him, and he goes to the sofa and leans back, looking into my eyes. Photograph me, he says, and I do, from every angle.
1: What I've come to realize is that when you're a go-go dancer at a bar, so I'm not talking about like at parties where you're, there's a stage set up and there's a famous DJ and it, but at a bar is you are a living decoration. Your job is to maintain a certain level of energy, a very high level of energy, a very exhausting level of energy. Um, And not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you're not gonna be sexual all the time, right? When a DJ plays a remix of a Celine Dion, or rather an Adele song, like the last thing you're gonna do is start gyrating and grabbing your junk. Um, But you still, you have to match that energy, elevate it and be a decoration. Uh, Something to prompt these gentlemen, not only to, obviously to buy drinks and stay, You you want them to stay, you have to, realize that's a thing but to you know look for who are they going to go home with and and it's, it's your job to facilitate that you're an agent of lust which i thoroughly i thoroughly enjoy that as that is one of the seven deadly sins it, it it's a cycle that right like i'm trying to be sexually arousing but i'm watching what's happening on the dance floor which is all very very innocent and pious, uh, everything that's going on the dance floor, you only can tell that it's pious because sometimes they're on their knees. <laughs> and you hear, you know, if you can hear over the music, there's a lot of, oh God. So that's, I mean, that's kind of hot, you know? Yeah. It, it is hot. It's hot to watch other men make out. And I wouldn't, just, and I wouldn't say that I'm a voyeur. It's just, that's what's happening. So yeah. I'm not going to look away. As a dancer, I have to be a part of that. Like it's, it's not, For me, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, it's I'm not just there and I'm not going to just sway back and forth. Like I have to contribute to that because that contributes to the success of the bar. And if the bar is successful, guess who gets to work? Me. The reaction is, so the reaction from, say, the soccer moms from my day job at the gyms when I'm teaching is like, oh, I'd love to come see that. And then I'm like, I tell them what time everything kind of starts, and they're like, "Oh no!" Um, the reaction, <sighs> the reaction from like guys, is exactly what you would expect at first, and then, um, and then they talk to me, and then their whole idea changes. It was so different back when I started because we all just had magazines. Right, we would take our fluffing material, and it was like an issue of fucking torso or freshman or men or honcho, but Blue Boy. I think I remember like there was this like quote-unquote daddy guy who would always look at Blue Boy and freshman. Shocking, I'm sure. <laughs> Shocking to hear, <laughs> uh, but like now, obviously we have smartphones, so everyone's got like their porn playing. But every now and again. You know, we all get a little too drunk and someone's face ends up in my butt. I don't, I don't know. You know, it happens. It's okay. I'm, you know, uh, I don't mind it. Um, Or like, you know, someone's like, what does your Prince Albert taste like, Rocco? And I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? I swear that happens. That does happen. With that is like the cheesiest you would think that's in a old school porn thing, but it's not like, they're always like, well, what does it feel like? And I'm like, uh, grab it. It's right there. Like I'm standing here for a reason. Everything I've talked about, except for maybe my growing up, um, is about experiences. My job, you know, my job is to create an experience. I have these experiences. I've had these experiences, with like good mu- good dance music, and the dance music that we have now, which isn't bad but it's not the same. And then uh, like finding the bar that I dance at the most, which is AWOL here in Columbus, Ohio. It's the energy that's the easiest for me to match. It's what I'm attracted to. Uh, it's what I like to be around. And the DJs are fucking great because they are they play the music I remember or like updated remixes of the music I remember. And, you know, newer stuff that it's mixed well. And and the experience of being backstage with the the other guys and, and you know, sometimes it's the other ladies. Sometimes, sometimes we have a female dancer at some of the bars that we, work at, we that I've worked at, and that's fucking rad. And in Columbus, is the scene is different. Um, but we, you know, the, we have trans, trans female and trans male dancers that are some of my best friends, and they're fucking amazing. And you have again, it's the experience. You have these conversations, and then you see what they're doing that is different than what you're doing. And you adapt and create then who you are after having these experiences and interactions with these individuals. And it's a whole different world than it was when I started to my betterment, but to the detriment of those who are young, they don't know what this is like. They don't know what it's like to walk into the bar your first time and not know who's there. Cause now you can like get on Grinder while you're in the parking lot. And so, you know, wherever, you know, who's in the bar. Except for me, I'm not on any dating apps. That's my stripper <laughs> bag right there. I have a sleeveless hoodie and gym shorts. I do have black gym shorts and white gym shorts. I change it up depending on what I'm dancing to. Like if I'm dancing to the Jonas Brothers, which I, I love the Jonas Brothers, which is very strange if you look at me. Um, then I'll wear the white shorts. Uh, And then if I'm dancing to like, what am I dancing to? I have a show tomorrow. What am I dancing to? Desire by Meg Myers, which is a song I'm addicted to. Uh, But uh, the song is so good, but it's really edgy. So I'll wear black shorts, right? Okay, great. I have a flannel cutoff situation, right? Like a lumberjack um, that I wear sometimes with, just black jean shorts or these like really slutty denim jean shorts that like there's a slit in them all the way up to my up to the waistband nice. um and then there's like various t-shirts because my philosophy is no one cares what I'm wearing it's gonna come off and it's gonna land on the <laughs> stage so what matters is what's underneath so there's a lot of underwear a lot of thongs some briefs if I wear briefs usually and I don't go down to a thong or a jock. Yeah, it's because there's like nobody in the bar. But I am. I do enjoy layers as a stripper. So it's usually like the shirt, whatever's, the, I don't wear pants. I wear shorts cause they go over my boots. Like I'm not an idiot. I'm not gonna struggle to take pants off and I'm not gonna have tearaways rip early in like 30 seconds into the song. That's fucking stupid. Um, be a professional, know what the fuck you're doing. Boys, listen to me, take my advice. Um, and then, so the top, the shorts, usually then the briefs, and then either the thong or the jock jockstrap, uh, depending on what the song, what I think the song calls for. I still look at stripping as a dancer. So like, I have to know the song and I'll listen to it over and over and over again. There are cock rings. So silicone cock rings are your best bet as a stripper and dancer. And then I have a, the leather one that snaps that's for go-go nights. Cause it's a long time and you don't want one of those silicone cock rings on for a long time. If things aren't happening, baby oil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's in there. Um, hats, hats. When I go, go dance, I wear a hat because it keeps the sweat from falling into my eyes. I'd made the mistake of not wearing a hat one night and all my hats are, uh, they're either like reflective or neon. So black light hits it and all of a sudden it's like, oh look, there's a dancing hat and thong and hot pink. So yeah. And that's what's in a stripper bag, boys, boys
0: and boys. You're checking out of Sex Club, Matt Tell's After Hours. Throw your towel into the basket and please come back for more hot guests and gay sex. Please leave a rating or review. Hit me up if you want to tell your story or submit your audio. Go to matttales.com and follow Matt Tells and the Sex Club on Instagram or Facebook at Matt Tells Gay Adventures. You can always message the fuck out of me at matttalespod at gmail.com.
1: Hello, my name is Rocco Giovanni and you can find me on Facebook under Rocco Giovanni. Instagram, The Rocco Giovanni. I'm on Twitter, but I don't remember what it is because I never use it, but you can find the link on my Instagram. You can find me at District West in Columbus, Ohio, wall and The Barracks in Columbus, Ohio, and Cavan Irish Pub, in Columbus, Ohio, and South Bend Tavern at Columbus, Ohio, the most. And perfect, that was great. That grammar was terrible. <laughs> I was trying to think, I got it, if I would have had them listed, in my, like in front of me, it would have been different, but Do you want to do it again? You can do it again. Sure. No, they, I think I'm sure they'll know I'm drunk and high by now. <laughs> <laughs>